Waking up has never felt this good. I love the music. music. Best music. Breakfast with friends on CCFM 107.5. It gives us great joy to say good morning, Rosetta. And thank you so much for giving your time to share your personal testimony with us. Good morning, everybody. And thank you for having me. It's a great pleasure. Um, Well, go ahead and share your testimony, please. All right. So um, today I want to tell my story of hope. Um, It's been about six years ago when my daughter, my mom, and my sister passed away in a car accident on an Easter Monday morning. Um, And they all passed away on the same day. And my dad was the driver. He was um, in hospital for about three months. He was in a coma, went through a lot of operations and procedures. And thank God he he survived the accident and he's still with us today. Um, But I want to tell you about just shortly the journey that I went through um, after the accident. Um, It was the, the darkest, most depressing, saddest, loneliest time of my life. I, I have never felt so broken before. <clears throat> I've never experienced such heartache before. Um, my, I, I've never been so sad before. It, um, my whole world felt like it was crumbling down. I remember um, very vaguely, even my sons were very young at the time, I don't even remember if I've spent time with them, if I fed them, if I clothed them. In that period um, after the passing of my daughter, um, I felt so hopeless. I felt so like giving up. Um, I, I was engulfed with sadness. I felt like I couldn't breathe at times. I felt like there was this iron fist around my chest and my neck all the time. And life was just not worth living. You know, when you, when you lose someone so close to you, it really distorts life and you don't see anything other than the pain that you find yourself in. And you feel like nothing is worth holding you here. And um, there came a time in that, in that journey that I felt like I, I couldn't take it anymore. You know, when you... When you have a broken heart, I've heard many times before uh, people talk about a broken heart. Um, I lost my boyfriend. And, oh, my heart is so broken. And we, we say it in jest, but I, I truly experience what it feels like to have a broken heart. And you know that brokenness sits with you day in and day out, night in and night out. It doesn't matter if you're with people or not with people. Where you find yourself, you just walk around with this brokenness and the sadness and nothing, nothing can, can change it, can make it better. You can eat as much. You, you know, you can even go to alcohol. You can decide to throw yourself into movies or it doesn't take away the brokenness. And I remember I had to go see a psychiatrist. I had to go see a psychologist. To uh, They put me on suicide watch. Um because I, I just didn't have any reason to stay here. And even in my mind, I had already planned how I'm going to end my life, what I'm going to do, when I'm going to do it. And I was thinking, do I take my children with me? Do I leave them here? And 
And as I was sitting, I remember I was sitting in the car. My whole plan was to put this gas thing in the car and just drift away. And I was sitting in the car. And as I was sitting, it came to me that if I were to end my life today, I will never see my daughter again. Because I knew for a fact that she went to heaven. She was a born-again Christian. She was serving God. They were on their way back from a Christian um, conference. Um, and, and I knew she was with Jesus. And I knew that if I were to end this pain right now by killing myself, I will never see her again. And you know, that thought alone was enough to, to help me decide not to go ahead with it. And you know, just when you when you you know when you go through loss, you go through all kinds of stages of loss. I was very angry. I was shouting at God. I didn't want to hear. People came to pray with me. People came to encourage me. For me, it was just empty words. It didn't mean anything. It didn't move anything. And um, and I was just angry. I was resentful. I, I resented my father because he was a driver and he survived. I, I, I didn't want to be in his space. I felt like he owed me. It, it, it was such a hard dark place that I found myself in and I, and I was spiraling out of control and I know um, probably about four months, five months into it I realized that if I don't do something different I'm going to die in this space because literally I was dying and, and I don't know how my husband, my children, how they coped with me now, they came through this time but I, I, I was dying inside and I decided, no, I needed to do something different. And I remember I, was, I went to church and I used to sit there and I was just crying. I was just crying and I couldn't even pray. I could just, I just cried. I just cried. And it, it was sad. It was anger. It was a mixture of emotions. Until one day, um, and, and many people I know had prayed for me uh, in that time. Sometimes people would phone me and spend time with me on the phone. And, and one day, I can't remember how long after it was, but I woke up and, and something was different. And I, and I thought, what is different? I looked around me. I didn't see any different. And, but, and then I realized the pain, the pain that was inside of me is not there anymore. That pain, that horrid brokenness wasn't there. And I realized that God had actually healed me. You know, when I, when I just sit in my in my darkness and in my sadness, I know God for a long time. I was very young when I gave my, my life to him. And I know that he can heal cancer. He can heal diabetes. He can even heal AIDS. He can raise people from the dead. I know that that's the God that we serve. But I felt like he can't heal a broken heart. This is not like an illness that people can see and touch. So I didn't feel like he could heal that. Um, and that's why I used to sit in church and just cry. And then when I woke up that one morning and I felt different and I realized that that hurt, that brokenness wasn't there, I knew that God had healed me, that he had, that he had restored me, um, and that, that I could actually look up and see the light. I could see a day. I could actually take note of things. It's like my eyes also opened up. And... Today, it's like six years ago now, and, and I can talk about it. Yes, I'm still getting emotional, but I'm not crying. I'm not breaking down. And I can talk about it to give people hope. You know, if I look back over the last year, year and a half, 
um, we've seen a lot of loss around us. People had lost loved ones, your children, your parents, brothers, sisters. We have lost friends. We have lost colleagues, neighbors. And more than that, some of us had lost your jobs. Some of us had lost our homes. Some of us had lost our businesses. And, and you feel that same process of loss, you know. Losing a business that you've built up from the ground is as much as losing a spouse to, the, to death or to a divorce is as much as losing a child. And you go through the same process of loss. You feel that anger. You feel that resentment. You might even be sitting right now with that broken heart and you feel like nobody understands because that's how I felt, like nobody understands what I'm actually feeling. They're talking, they're saying things, but it doesn't make me feel better. They don't understand. But I truly can say from my own experience that God understands and God is with us and he knows what we're going through. He's in that pain with us. And I mean, I can't remember how I got through the six years, how I got through the first year. And so I know that God carried me. I didn't see him there, but I, but I can know, I can truly say he carried me because I had no strength of, of myself left in me. I had nothing left to give. But he kept me and he didn't allow the enemy to steal my life from me. And you who are sitting here today, listening to this, are maybe experiencing the same loss right now. You're feeling broken. You're feeling sad. You're feeling hopeless. You don't know what you're going to do, how you're going to get through it, how you're going to provide for your family, how you're going to tell your child that the family member passed on. You don't know how you're going to deal with your own hurt and your own sadness. But I want to encourage you, God is there and he's always been there. If you are prepared to open your heart and give it to him, go on your knees, cry before him and say, Lord, take it from me. Take this hurt, I give it to you. Take this sadness, take this worry, take this anxiousness, take this loneliness, take this brokenness, take it from me. He is waiting to take it from you. He can heal you as he healed me. He can restore you as he restored me. You know, in that time when we were going through this journey, my husband, he had also lost the child. I don't know how he dealt with it. And the two of us almost, we were almost separated in our marriage because we didn't know how to support each other. And you might be in a marriage at the moment where you feel your spouse is not getting you. Your spouse is not understanding what you're going through. Remember, your spouse is going through the same thing. And I want to encourage you, when you give even that to God, he can restore it and he can make it even better than what it was before. You know, when I was in this process, the word that I got from God was, all things work together for good for those who love the Lord. And I thought, Lord, how can you give me a word like that? How can this be for my good? You took my daughter from me. I was angry and I questioned God. And you know, God's word is yay and it's amen. And we don't always see the full picture. We don't have to see the full picture. We just have to know that God is in control and he knows what he's doing. And I tell you, when you surrender like that, you give your heart and you say, you give everything. I even said, Lord, take my husband, take my children, take my career, take my life, take everything. He if you do that, he works in a way that you cannot see. He restores in a way that you didn't even 
think of or imagine. And so I want to encourage everyone today that is perhaps in this space right now, there is hope for you. Don't let the enemy lie to you. Stop listening to that voice that tells you kill yourself or just jump off the cliff or just to stop listening to voice to that voice and listen to God's voice that says he loves you. He's there with you. He's carrying you. He's with you. He's going to bring you through this. Just give your life to him and let him do what he does best. Thank you. About your relationship with your dad. I mean, because he was in the accident. If I understand correctly, he was the cause of the accident. The driver. Tell us about your relationship. So, Jonathan, after the accident, I blamed my dad for the accident. I was very angry with him. I resented him. I didn't want to yell at him. I was angry for God, at God for, for allowing him to live and taking my daughter. I was questioning why did my daughter have to die? She was only 16 years old. He had his whole life already. Um, and I walked around with that anger and that resentment towards him for probably about three years. Eh? And, you know, my dad was in hospital after the accident. I'm the eldest. I had the responsibility to go see him, to go speak to the doctors. So I was up and down doing that thing whilst I was in the space. And having to deal with this. And when he came out, we were happy that he survived, that he came out. But I, whenever I went to him, it was like, so what happened at the accident? So what happened? So why didn't you stop? Why didn't you rest? Why, did, why are you so stubborn? I just wanted to hurt him back all the time. And I wanted him to say, forgive me, please. I'm sorry. And I wanted him to feel like, um, like I wanted to... Um, humiliate him you know and and it went on like that for three years I was in that space for three years and then one night we had a precision and I went to the precision at our, at our church and they, we were just like four or five people and we were praying and as we were praying I I the Holy Spirit spoke to me and there was this this connection that happened and in that time the Holy Spirit said to me forgive your father and say that you forgive him and it was such a hard thing to do my heart was racing my 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 throat was dry and I and he said forgive your father and say that you forgive him and I had to break out and I shouted out and I said I forgive you papa I forgive you and as I said that the Holy Spirit set me free in that moment he set me free I felt this heavy weight and chains fall off me and I was free from this anger and from this unforgiveness and I remember when I saw my dad after that it was such a delight I was so happy I hugged him and it was so sincere and I could and I realized that God had restored that love because I love my dad I mean I would do anything for him and God had restored that love that I had for him even more now um, than what I had before. But I had to, I had to let it go. I had to say it out loud to let it go and then allow the, the, the father to heal me from that unforgiveness. And he set me free in that moment. Wow. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. Your forgiveness is so, so important. Mm -hmm. Rosetta, thank you so much for sharing. Absolutely uh, heart-wrenching story, but so beautiful how God has brought you through it. 
Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. The last thing I want to ask you to do, Rosetta, is to pray for those because I know that there are people listening who have lost a loved one because of a car accident, who've maybe even been the driver of that car, and just pray as the Holy Spirit leads you. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we're so grateful. We're so thankful to you for you are gracious, God. You are almighty. You are sovereign, Lord. You are omnipresent. And you're all-knowing, God. You know each one of us on this earth because you've created us. You know us intimately. You know our hearts. You know our minds. You know what we're facing. You know what we're going through. Even when we try to hide from you, to run from you, you chase after us with your love and with your grace. And so this morning, Father God, I pray by the power of your Holy Spirit that you will reach out to each and every listener this morning that is in this situation, sitting in hopelessness, sitting in darkness, sitting in despair, Lord, sitting not knowing what to do, don't know yesterday from today and tomorrow, Father. I pray with your Holy Spirit that you will just envelop them with your love, Lord, just comfort them this morning. And heal that broken heart, Lord. Father, also, if there are someone sitting with unforgiveness, maybe resenting someone that had done him wrong, or maybe he himself was the driver of a vehicle of a car that caused death and hurt, I ask that you will help them to forgive even themselves as you forgive them. In Jesus' name, Father God, Holy Spirit, I know that you are with us at all times. And I know, Lord, there's no distance for you. Lord, you can reach anyone wherever we are. And I pray this morning you touch lives and you heal and you restore in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Your Rosetta, thank you so much. God bless you and your family. And thank you for sharing with us. Thank you so much for the opportunity. God bless.